I think he's assaulted everybody this trip so far, right? Yeah. One way or the other. <laughs> Verbally, emotionally, physically. <laughs> no. The verbal has always been there. The mm-hmm. verbal has been all weekend yeah. from everybody. I haven't said one. He touched my butt yesterday, though. (laughs) You've been me threed by this point. (laughs) Don't do it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? I gave you a soft touch koozie that you could have used. Instead of slamming down a hunk of aluminum onto a wood table that we're recording on. What's better, sound proof or a cold brew? Sound, sound, sound proof. This recording will live forever. Yeah, listeners give two shits whether or not your drink is cold. They should. This podcast will be in the Smithsonian one day. <laughs> this one right here. Good yeah. God. Well, then everybody's going to know. What? My rating for this movie whenever we're done with this. Which is? We're not there yet. It'll be on a Excel sheet. That makes it. It's ones and zeros. Yeah. It'll live forever. Even if he moves that to the trash, it still exists. It's salvageable. No, it's not. You permanently (laughs) delete once you're done? Yeah. You don't let it linger for 30 days? They can still get get it, it, dude. I don't leave anything. Hackers can still get that shit. No way. It's out in the cloud, bro. Not off my shit. It's not on the cloud. (sighs) You think you're locked, huh? Yeah. You feel confident? I'll delete the fucking big list when I get home tomorrow. All right. Challenge to listeners. Yeah, recreate hack, the big hack list. Cron. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, what do you want to do? I thought that was the cold open. Oh, I thought that was just us. <laughs> hey, Cron, welcome to Five Day Rentals. Why are you welcoming me to the fictional store that we have? Are you going to allow this? 5 Day Rentals is the podcast, though. What's the name of the store we work at? 5 Day Five Rentals. Day Rentals. <laughs> this happens. But this is the same. one time a year you could have said, hey, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah. He chose violence this morning, obviously. Here. this The one episode a year where we drop the it's facade. Stick. Here. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. All right. We'll start here. Hey, Dan. Welcome to 5 Day Rentals. Hey, Karan, thanks for having me. I always wanted to be a guest on this show. <laughs> Good. Do you know the format of no. the show? I don't know shit about your guys' show. I just, you invited me, so I came on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to listen afterwards either. What's been your favorite episode so far? Um, Dig. <laughs> ooh, I really enjoyed your guys' um, Risky Business episode. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Who's in that? Um, Tom Hanks. Dan, if you really wanted to dig at previous guys, you'd say, what was the episode you guys just put out? And then I would have said alligator. And you go, oh, man, the alligator episode was great. What was that one where you guys were talking about that movie? With with the guy in it? Oh, it was Body Parts. Yeah, I loved that one. That one was really good. Mm -hmm. Really liked how you caught the aesthetics of... uh, the body parts yeah well thanks man we appreciate you listening no problem five stars in my book even though we know what state you're in and we've never gotten a download from it when am i getting paid for this
I think the Tom Hanks movie you're thinking of is Castaway. No, it's Risky Business. No. What else happens in it? He meets a volleyball, they fall in love and have volleyball children. Oh, that is Risky Business. Yeah. That's the Burbs. Oh, shit. If he's got kids, it's the Burbs. That's right. Fuck, what's the one? He's got a kid in Gump. Yeah. I don't think that's his kid. Do you think that's his kid? I don't think that's his kid. Then why is the kid all gumped? Because <laughs> eventually, the people that are keeping you alive, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Wait. wait. You I think was, the kid is putting it on? I was trying to pass it up and cry. <laughs> to fool. Jenny gump. told him to gump, a little, gump it up a little bit. I really, Jenny was a fucking slut, dude. I don't think that that was his kid. I really don't. Yeah, but she was damaged. Being damaged. Being mean to her. That's, I don't, I don't that's that. so not, that's not based, I'm not bro. being mean to her. I'm just stating a fucking fact that Jenny from Forrest Gump was a fucking tramp. Okay. I, I think Gump blasted in her though. I, well, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Well. Well, he blasts in the college dorm room. Yeah. Just quickly. How old was well? That was what she was but like nineteen. Then, then they bone 20? like a New Year's Eve. Yeah, like, oh, when she comes again? by. Yeah. And how old's little Gump? He's well. He's early elementary school, so he's five or six, right? You got to be five to be in kindergarten. Yes. Okay, so he's at least that old. So he's probably like six. It. And he had been in is school. Is the timeline before. correct? Yeah, yeah, because she comes back later, she stops by, they have a, a weekend or whatever, and then she leaves again, then that's when he does the running, right? And that's when she she sees the photos of him, so she comes back about f- into the fold five or six years after that night. Okay, are we ready to play Rate My Letterbox for Forrest Gump? Five stars. Five star. Dude. Really? I fucking love Forrest Gump. I don't get what the whole current you put this a movie sucks. Paddle in that guy's hands, dude. Like fucking sea biscuit yeah. out there. Honestly, you're gonna you rating Forrest Gump for five stars. I would give four point five. I'd give it at least four. You know how many times I've seen Forrest Gump? <laughs> uh, unnatural amount of times. I feel yeah. like. Dan is stunned. Dan is currently looking. I'm gumped at a. Where are we at right at now? We right are now. we are live. I see it. We are in person, listener, and we are looking. Is it on here? It's at the uh, go one, two, three, f- fourth row up, or no, fifth row up, all the way at the end on the other one. I see it. Okay, we are currently in the home theater room of the VRBO that we booked just for this record. Mm-hmm. We all drove in this morning. We're not even staying the night. No, we're in fact, there is another family staying here, and we just yeah, we have to be out by. We just came in. Yeah, we're pushing it. Um, we have been fascinated by the 500 DVDs that um, the proprietor of this uh, establishment. Yeah, looks like he went like, to Walmart and said, "I need DVDs." I think one hundred percent. He got married, and his wife was like, look, I understand that you, this was before me. And then he was like, oh, shit, I'll just put them in our VRBO. This is what I think. I think a big chunk of these, all the kids' ones, 
or ones that his kids actually had. Before the divorce? That or before the, – the kids aged out of these, right? No, because they're now, these are newer. They're on TikTok. But I also believe that Kron is correct, that this guy goes to Walmart and just hits the $5 bin every once in a while. Maybe not even Walmart. We're looking like Dollar General, mm-hmm. Truck Stop, $2 DVD. Um, we I have noticed – um, what was the one that is doubled up? Doom? He's got two, two dooms, dooms that are both full screen. <laughs> He's got two independent days and he has two fast sevens. Which are furious. The sevens. double up doesn't bother me. It's the full screen. <laughs> sure. We do have some Blu-rays. Uh, I see Deadpool, Fury. How many Rock. times do you think Deadpool has been pulled to be played in here? Several. So, uh, it not that many. Also, yeah, people fucking love Deadpool, dude. What are you rating Deadpool on Letterboxd right now? Three. Probably a three. Probably a three for me as well, yeah. I would say Rock and Rolla and Predators. Never been pulled. Are the best Blu-rays he's got up there. You could steal Rock and Rolla right now and he'd never notice. Oh, uh, shit. I see an alien. I hope this is entertaining. I hope you take a picture of this and post this on the Instagram so Probably people will. can know what's going on. Do we- yeah, zoom in and read all the titles yeah. and then let us know what you think. Dan's getting up to take a photo. This will be the shitty- No, I'm not. Why not? My underwear were riding up. I was pulling them down. Thong. <laughs> it is a special occasion. It's always riding up. Isn't that the point? <sighs> Why do we do this? This will be a loose one, people. It's the one time a year. This is this is the second time we've done this in the history of the show. Being in person to record. Mm-hmm. Audio quality is what it is. Questionable. Let me ask you a Is question. what it is. If there was an opportunity to record this show in person in the future, for here on out, would you guys say yes? That opportunity requires... I'm just saying, if everything lined up... Everybody ended up in Atlanta, say, three years from now. Okay. We all lived in the same- Hotlanta? Hotlanta. Yeah, I was thinking. Buckhead neighborhood. I was thinking. I, I wanted to say it, but I saved it. And we all lived on the same culty. Um, Is that cul-de-sac? Yeah, that's cul-de-sac. Like the Burbs? The Burbs. Uh, featuring Robin Williams. Um, and we could record in person. Would we still just want to Zoom? Yes. I think so. Why? If we know. all live on the same cul-de-sac, it'd almost be insulting not to walk the two houses over yeah. to, to record. Wouldn't that be so sweet? Nah. If we all lived on You'd the You'd get cul-de-sac. sick of us. Nah. No, dude, we neighbors helping neighbors and go shit. Bones is gone this week. We got to take his fucking trash out. To, to be ground. fair, I was looking at you, but I meant Kron. Yeah. He'd be the one sick of us. Yeah. We'd walk out being like, dude, it was a perfect evening, great barbecue last night, Sunday. We're a little hungover. We open the garage, and he's just pounding that for sale sign in there. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck, they seen me. I don't think I would put the trash bins out, but I would be like, somebody broke into your house and took all the beer out of the fridge. We automatically know it was your kid. Do you think we would drink more? Yes. Yeah, that'd be the big problem. Be like no, King, that'd King be of the Hill plus, where we all stand outside. And- yeah, 
just record in the alley? Yeah. Somebody's doing that, right? Right. I mean, there's at least a dozen podcasts more popular than us that have shittier audio quality and they're recording from an alley. Yeah. Or a cul-de-sac where they all live on the same cul-de-sac. But then I could look in your Has windows. there ever been a horror movie called Cul-de-sac? There's been a one by Roman Polanski called Cul-de-sac. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like the 70s Cul-de-sac. Like C-U-L-T? Yeah. Cult of sack. Sure. Copyright. Five Day Reynolds podcast. What does sack mean? Satan against Christ? Oh, the I, cult of dude, sack? That's great, dude. I'm in. Yeah. It's, it's cold. I'm in right now. Tagline could be, they moved here to start a family. I got to put that where? Sure. They gained a sack. A sack. <laughs> I think we should talk Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Are you ready? Did we want to say how this came about? The, the fucking fans voted this? Let's play the intro music first and then do it. Okay. And we'll do that now. He's doing his best. I guess that's all that counts. I'm going to cut that out. back everybody to the five day rentals podcast this is the video store podcast where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre specific category this round's category is he's good in person recording fuck yeah and the movie selected is big trouble in little china a movie with a checkered history on this podcast yeah it's not true now, you guys both famously banned this from ever being presented on the podcast. You do a great job of sticking with whatever story you come up in your head with. Mm-hmm. If I was, if I arrived in Canada via plane and hey. I was going through customs and they said, uh, do you have anything to declare? And I said, yeah, I'm a terrorist. Right? They wouldn't let you in the country. Okay? And then I go home and I go, it's fucking bullshit. They wouldn't let me into the country. That is exactly what happened with Big Trouble. You've openly said, I'm picking Big Trouble for a category. And guys, I'm probably going to give it five stars. To which we said, then it's a five-star banger. Your mistake was, I'm probably going to give it five stars. You asked. No, we did said, not. Are you going to give this five stars? I think we have it on record. Bones, pull the tape. Bones. Shit, wrong what tape. Is that? Is 
Hey, All right, guys. Hey, next cut. Hey, hey. <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. All right, leave it on. We'll watch that. But it doesn't matter because we had uh, what four people vote for this movie. Mm-hmm. Thanks. We. <laughs> Hey, and this is what won. Unlike a real election, every vote counts here. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was close. Uh, Rain of Fire, which was just randomly thrown out, uh, did shockingly well. And next, after Big Trouble in Little China, was almost the fanatic, which I think will probably work in a future category. So, Dan, let's just take this opportunity. Like You guys need to apologize to Fred Durst. I had him lined up. I've I've sent him so many apology cards. You're a real pain in his chocolate starfish, I'll say that much. I don't care. Is Ben Stiller still his favorite motherfucker? I asked this on Twitter and nobody answered. Is is Ben Stiller anybody's favorite motherfucker? He's got a wife, right? Maybe his kid. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I guess the kid makes more sense. You guys ever think about Ben Stiller's kid and you just picture the two kids from the Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I'm like, those are his kids. <laughs> Cron, what's your history with Big Trouble in Old China? Uh, I think I really started watching this movie a lot in college when I was uh, smoking the most weed in my life. And this just became a mainstay of well, let's watch Big Trouble and get stoned to the bone, you know? Did you say stoned and, and bone? I mean, we'll see where the night goes. The mood strikes. Yeah. Right. Dan, what's your history with Big Trouble in Little Big China? Big Trouble in Little China has been around for ages. Um, Almost like it came out before we were born. It did. Um, Isn't this 86? Well, came out a year after. Are you really alive for your first year? Not really. Um. It's always been there. It's been one that I've seen, and and we'll discuss as we go on. Uh, I have a not a bad history with this movie. It's just it's always been there. I'll say that much. I'll go into a little more detail of whenever we play America's favorite game. You mean like our friend who came on this trip but is refusing to appear on mic? I he's to- always been there. He's here. He might come down and fart. <laughs> he's cur- he's, he's cur- currently two floors up watching The Core. A I'm movie sh- he's probably seen way too many times. times. <laughs> and we're going to send him 20 copies of The Core, but he's never going to listen to this episode, so he'll never know. Yeah. Man, we could shit talk him so much right now. Who else you want to shit talk, Dan, aside from previous guests? Did I should talk a previous guest? No. You're not throwing shade at all. All of our guests are beautiful people. Um, and future guests. For season two, which is... The beautiful people. The beautiful people. Which is frantically approaching and is going to be a massive success. And we have great things lined up for season two, guys. Yeah, it's going to be recorded in the cul-de-sac. And Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Sorry. Oh yeah, dude. Can't wait to record middle of the summer outside. 
120 degree. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to appear in a Marvel movie. That's where they shoot those. Yeah, no. Well, how much are they paying us? I don't know. We're going to be... Um, we're all going to play Kang. We're all going to replace Jonathan Majors. Kratos and Kang! <laughs> a little, uh... My new thing is I want to be... <laughs> is that I want to a be on, a, guy? on the DVD box. You're talking about the turtles, right? Yeah. Krang. Yeah, that's Krang, right? We have this I'm talking about Kang the Conqueror. Krang. <laughs> turtles. Yeah, I'll play Krang in the Marvel movies. Why not? I mean, bring Ninja Turtles over. Why not? I'm sure they've talked about it. Who owns the turtles? Nobody, dude. Splinter? Nabisco or something? Nickelodeon, I think. They, do they? They'd sell. <laughs> if Marvel came asking? Oh, hell yeah. Didn't they start as a comic book? Yes. We co- You covered I'm that. I'm sure we've talked about this so two years ago. It was ago. your movie. There you go. Super early in season one. They'd fold right in to the Marvel-verse. They've battled Batman, I know. And they've met Scooby-Doo, right? Surely. Mm, Scooby-Doo's met everybody. Whore. Yeah, he's the Jenny of fucking animation. <laughs> fucking strumpet. But yeah, Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> is, like I said, we'll get to it. Bones, you? Uh, it's a John Carpenter movie, mm-hmm. right? Yep, that's correct. Um, it's got Kurt Russell in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my history with it. So of course it. I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, I've watched the shit out of this movie. Um, yeah, I'm only slightly older than the movie, but it has existed as long as I can. Uh, I'm capable, capable of remembering. So I like this movie. I- Even though you permabanned it from the pod? <laughs> God. I like Gladiator. We're never going to cover Gladiator outside of a five-star banger. I love There Will Be Blood. Yeah. We'll never be on it. Those movies don't fit into the ethos of the show, though. Big Trouble does fit. That's true. Yes. But that's why the five-star bangers exist, so the things that fit in the show can fit into the show but are outside of the big list because... To hold the integrity of the list. Yeah. Right. That's the whole point of the show. It wouldn't make sense to watch Godfather as part of our show. Yes, no. you are correct. It makes perfect sense to watch Big Trouble in Little China as a five-day Reynolds movie. It makes perfect yes. sense to watch Jack Reacher as a five-day Reynolds movie. But I give it five stars, so I respect that. And because I don't want you guys bringing it down... We move it over to the side. We were trying to save you, not yeah. hurt you. Because I know how much Dan dislikes this movie. I didn't do this. The fans <laughs> voted for this. God, no, this you fucking did this Teflon Don over here. From the beginning. This wasn't me. This <laughs> <Just> China. <laughs> I didn't do this. People voted for this. Guys, we're going to have a category called Black Magic. I'm picking Big Trouble in Little China. And I'm probably going to give it five stars. Yeah. I said all that. You guys said no. I was respectful. 
And then the fans voted the movie on. People are blasting that skip forward through this. We've done this 10 times. At least 12 I, We got it. We just got to get into plot. All right. This All right, is big let's trouble. Go. Let's just China go. From 1986, directed by John Carpenter. Start out with this guy, Egg Shin. He's getting shaken down by some lawyer. Ask him, do you have any knowledge regarding the whereabouts of one Mr. Jack Burton or his truck? Eggs, uh, this guy says, half a city block exploded into a ball of green flame. Green flame! Egg Shin won't crack. He decides to show this lawyer just a little taste of his power. As this kind of lightning bolt between his hands. He says, see, that was nothing. That's pretty sweet. Why would you show that to a lawyer? Fuck him up. Nah, lawyer's got to get detailed information. Yeah, but that's good. Okay. Get him all fucked up. Get him. <laughs> You're going to be so out of it, dude. I, uh, I don't know. I would think the lawyer would pry further after that, right? I think he went home and he's like, there's got to be a logical reason. No, but why I wouldn't you just say, I have no idea where Jack Burton is, nor the whereabouts of his truck. Sorry. Neither does he. I think the lawyer saw this and went home and ate the barrel of a gun. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. He seemed to be fine after it. How would you react if you found out magic was real? I'd be pissed. I mean, magic... Are you about to say Israel? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a cool thing that happened on the podcast. Or magic something. Israel? Mm-hmm. Israel is magic. We are here. That's magic, right? Nope. We are it's, podcast magic. It's Oh, I thought you meant we as a species. Oh, no, we're doomed. Yeah. Boom. We get these opening credits. We see the one and only Kurt Russell as Jack Burton cruising in the Pork Chop Express. He's kind of chatting it up on the CB. Like I told my last wife, I never drive faster than I can see, and besides, it's all in the reflexes. Jack pulls this big rig into China, into the Chinatown district. He presumably drops off his shipment and proceeds to gamble the night away. In fact, he gambles straight into the morning. Uh, there's this other guy who's kind of been gambling with the whole night. His name's Wang. Jack says, come on, it's a brand new day, and the man still has $100 in his pocket. Uh, Wang says, all right, how about this, nothing or double? The bet is Wang can cut a bottle in half with a giant cleaver. These are some funky bets. I don't know, that's just gambling addict shit. Like, <laughs> Current, can you do that? You want to bet on it? I do. I can do it. If it had just smashed to a thousand pieces, would that have counted? I think it. You got to have a clean cut, like the bottle has to be two chunks. Yeah, I think his problem was that he didn't hold the bottle and cut horizontally; that he was trying to come down vertically on it, because he, all he does is pinch it with the edge of the table. Was he one of the knives that was like done on forged by fire? I don't know. Where they make the knives and they go through the little mm-hmm. course where they got to cut the water bottles and the rope and shit. Yeah. It's like fat dudes with goatees and... There's women on there too. Okay. With goatees. They got goatees, yeah. We're going to pause the podcast and go try to do it right now? 
You know what? What was that knife thing you were talking about to me the other day? You think that would work? A bottle? No, just people watching people make knives, and then we'll run them through an obstacle course where they got to cut stuff. People like obstacle courses, man. You have any idea how much Ninja Warrior I've watched in my day? Shit is fun as hell, dude. <laughs> How'd you get hired here? At Discovery. Anyway, here's your 28-pound pond paper. Think so, of, so I thought in turn. Think about the shit that Discovery doesn't show. Think about how terrible like, the life of that editor is. Like, God fucking damn it. I'm sure let it's me, a plug-and-play thing, dude. Let I'm me sure blur out this chick's pussy again. I, when she's what, picking up a stick. What show is that? Naked and afraid. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a fucking, that's a computer program. You really think so? Yeah. That's a computer program that, that identifies bush and nipples <laughs> and they, they, they plug it in they hit a button. If there's anybody working in discovery, please at this. We podcast, know some people that are, know. that are in that business. I don't think there's a guy with like a pan and scan that's having to drag their a first, bar. Their first, it had to be at the beginning. Well, somebody had to do it first, surely, but. I bet that guy was so mad when he lost his job. <laughs> I bet they had to go through a few that were <laughs> not doing extracurriculars. Fucking tech took my job away. Do you think they have to have a conversation like. Going back to if, the coal mine. If there's a dude that maybe isn't packing a ton on Naked and Afraid where they're like, that's a little mean. We need to add a few pixels just to. He puts the tiniest little circle it's just, available. Yeah, it's a pixel, and they're like, you know what? He was a nice guy. He doesn't make it all the way. Let's. Or he's asking. Let's do a who, ten by ten. Who's gonna edit? And he's like, hey man, here's an extra hundred. Can mm-hmm. you add a little more? I guess a little more blur to that. I mean, I guess it's an interesting question because you can't make it so big that it's down to the guy's knee. Yeah, you can't. Can't make it so small that it's just a, a dot on the screen. What if they just made them wear like a green sock and they just CG'd it out? I mean, it would defeat the purpose of having to show some other lady your no, Johnson, be, right? Then they'd start getting creative and putting like the Discovery D on it, like yeah. As a <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got. They should it. just fucking sell advertising. Yeah. Five DR. <laughs> Somebody's been boned up on naked and afraid, right? I mean, when maybe you, the first night. I don't know. You get twenty days in, you're like, they might test them first. They might have them walk through. I mean, it's, an office building or something, and if you if you bone up, I mean, some of those ladies are pretty decent looking. I mean, but you are. Barefoot, and it's like sixty-eight degrees outside. And that's the one where they rank them at the end, right? Yeah, they do PSR. like PSR. They give them a yeah. John's survival rating dropped to a fifty-eight based on the fact that he drank dirty water. <laughs> I watched one where, but his fuck level has gone up by. Six. There was this dude was like six four, jacked, but he was as white as I am, and he got sunburn on the first day, and left. No, he. He laid there the whole time and the woman had to like do all the shit and he just like walked her through it. So her survival rating like tripled and his went down. I think if like, you can what talk a someone through it though, that's 
Yeah, they still got through it. You're but good I, enough I to think teach. by the end, it was basically like you would be useless in this sort of situation because of how susceptible you are. They should have gave that because of your half skin. of his money. Why didn't they just wrap him up in some palm leaves or something? And he could have found some vegetation and crafted. If a I suit remember for correctly, they wanted to go to a different island where they started. He was like, "We should go to that one," and the swim over there is where he just got baked. But I totally agree. After playing Stranded Deep, the real trick is you got to sleep during the day and work at night. Particularly people of our complexion. All right. Jack says he's up for this. You're green. But he also says not that bottle. He finishes off his beer. This bottle. Wayne prepares. Hits the bottle, which slings right up at Jack's head. Jack catches it. It's all in the reflexes. Pay up. 1148 bucks times two. Wayne says that. Wink says, hey, I don't have that kind of cash on me. Shouldn't be betting, bro. It's like $2,000. It's over 2000 It's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jax is all right. It's like gonna, literally $2,000. We're going to stay together until I get paid. He's, he doesn't take any shit. I like the fact that he makes him switch the bottles. Mm-hmm. You're showing that Jack isn't a guy that's easily fooled. He knows the whole time, though, what the ruse is. He knows that it's, you know, this guy's going to try to knock me out with this bottle, run away. Are you 100%? Are you for real? Oh, that's what he's trying to do? I think Wang is trying to hit the bottle at Jack. It'll at least hit him in the head and Wang can get out of there. I've never fucking thought about that. Why why else would it be? (laughs) I thought he was genuinely like he had done something to that bottle. I didn't. Okay. He just blew his mind. Yeah, what man. I've never. T- I thought what you thought. I've never taken it that way. That's awesome. I thought they were buddies. I didn't think he was trying to knock I him mean, out and they, steal him I, or rob him. They're kind of buddies, though, that it's like. He just sees them whenever they're fucking gambling and shit. That's yeah. how I kind of thought. Like if I owe you a bunch of money. You know, I can knock you out today, and two weeks from now, we'll be gambling together again. Yeah, Jack's coming back through in, like, uh, three weeks. I, I will not argue that. I just never connected it that he was trying to... I just thought he was so desperate that he was just going to try to do this trick like he's done it before. Well, it seems awesome. like it's happened to Jack before. I just thought the catch of it was... And that's why they, he- They're setting up his reflex for later. That's all. But... Serves double... Di- awesome. All right, Wang says he needs to go over to the airport. Jack says, who are we picking up? A girl from Peking. All right, a girl from China. I've never done that before. Picked up girls from everywhere else, but not China. China. Wang mentions this woman is going to be his wife. She's going to put my whole world together. That's why the bottle didn't slice. My mind and body are going north and south. Jack and Wang are over at the airport. Jack spots this lady across the way. Her name's Gracie Law. Hey. He walks over to her. Can I ask you a serious question? Absolutely not. (laughs) Well, then would you consider just jumping into? Not with a person in your condition. Well, let's talk about my condition. What exactly is wrong with it? You should try standing downwind where I am. It's Miller time. 
That's a good exchange. Yeah. In the director's cut, she started scatting. So she did fart. Zoobity bop. Dubai, Miller time. Oh shit, that video? Yeah, it's Kim Cattrall's new dig, man. That guy's playing like upright bass. Yep. <laughs> shit, I forgot all about that. This her. This be her second appearance, right? She's in Split Second. Yep. Hell yeah. Is that where we found that video? I think so. Well, Bones has always had that on lockdown. Because he mentioned that in that episode. It's like, you guys never seen that video where she scats? <laughs> I was like, I'm not into that, dude. Speak for yourself, dude. Check the tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. This is Dan, and I love this stuff. <laughs> All right, suddenly these sides. Find that tape a little further. Hey, 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 hey. Thanks, Kron. A little further. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really into poop stuff. I'm Kron. Damn. Told you. I never denied it. <laughs> Dan denied it. Do this whole bit for nothing. <laughs> I didn't say that shit. I love that shit. <laughs> All right. Suddenly, these three goons bump into Jack. Uh, Jack kind of starts to go after him, but Gracie says, no, don't. Those are Lords of Death members. This airport scene continues to play out. Gracie it's a pretty is. sweet name. I'll say that. Yeah. Gracie's calling for someone named Tara at the airport. It's kind of intercut with Wang calling out for Mao Yin, who he's p- there to pick up. Both women, basically at the same time, just start getting kidnapped by the Lords of Death. Jack's able to run over and stop the Terra kidnapping, but Mao Yin is taken away. Back at the truck, the guys, they're driving. They has got to piss Wang off, right? Yeah, there's Buddy, didn't come yeah. over and help him. You save the other chick? Yeah, but he's, he's trying to get with... Fucking racist, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, but then we wouldn't have an adventure. Oh. Andy's trying to hook up with Gracie Law, so you kind of got to save that girl. Uh, Jack and Wang are driving on the freeway. They get cut off. Jack yells, come on, what the hell? Uh, They decide to hatch a plan to recover Meow Yin. Meow Yin. I don't want to say that name. It's like meow. It comes out meow sometimes. All right. We got over to Chinatown. Eggshin's giving a tour. Jack's semi cuts a corner pretty quick. Uh, And the two, you know, Egg's got like a giant tour bus. Jack's got his big rig. They're coming at each other from opposite directions. They narrowly miss hitting one another. Uh, Wang is like, all right, turn right here. And they like cut real hard into an alleyway. They're cruising along when suddenly they happen upon a funeral procession. Does it stress anybody else out, the big rig in these alleys? Or when he first showed up at the market? Like, Dan, I know we don't talk about our personal lives, but, like, we do deal with big rigs. Like, fuckers aren't easy to turn around. Like, them going into the alley. Yeah, I mean, if you're a dog shit driver. I guess. (laughs) I see some of these guys on Nashville roads and they have two open lanes and are still like coming into the 
opposite direction of traffic. Like turning a big corner. Yeah. It's when you're at a four way and they're turning towards you, you know if you got a good driver or a bad one. Yeah. You're like, all right, do I need to reverse here? And the other ones, they're like super fast with it. And you're like, yeah, that's a good driver. Down the street from the Alamo in St. Louis, there is a an on-ramp to 40. And I will say that every other time I've seen a truck or been behind a truck that tries to make this turn, they take it too close. And I have almost seen trailers tip. And I'm only bummed because I need to also get on that ramp and I'm behind <laughs> them. Like, yes. if I was in front of them, yes. it'd be like, cool, but... Stop and just film it. Yeah. And also what's great about here is like the set work on this is you can, you definitely know that this is on a back lot Mm -hmm. and it looks great. Yeah. A bunch of money went into this. And I I mean, I do think Carpenter like stepped up production value. Yeah. Definitely. So. All right. They see this funeral procession coming through. Nothing. It just dawned on me. I didn't do any research on this movie afterwards. (laughs) Oh, darn. I'll still throw to you at the end yeah. of the episode. How so. Nobody's going to know about this. Nobody's ever talked about this movie. Uh, that's true. I can just make up whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wang is kind of like, hey, these guys coming through. They're the Cheng Sing. These are good guys. Uh, but suddenly, this other entire group of guys show up. Wang is like, oh, shit. It's the Wing Kong. These are enemies of the Cheng Sings. Oh, shit. At first, we get like a full-on shootout. During, sweet. during this funeral. It is pretty crazy. This like, is exactly how I want my funeral to go. Mm-hmm. So you guys hope. Some bald dude with first. crossing bandoliers and some six shooters shows up. and well, you guys are going to fight too. Like one random dude with an AK. There's a lot of revolvers and stuff too. What I a mean. bummer to be the guy assigned the two by four. It's still in the movie. Good point. I do like that all these guys clearly have extensive hand-to-hand training, but you also get a gun at the (laughs) end of your ninja program. This is the American West, buddy. Mm -hmm. It's true. Uh, After all the shootouts gone down. Is that a Carpenter thing, though, with this? Like, we could do all the fighting, but fuck that, we're going to have a shootout instead? Is that the joke? I think that's the blend of his. Or just like, is there supposed to be a funniness to that? Like, oh shit, we're going to get a bad at. Oh, never mind. I think he just wants a shootout at a certain extent. And this is where he had enough money to do it. And then the whole movie is like heightened. So why not have a shootout before an entire, entire martial arts fight? Yeah. But it's also, it's sort of a Howard Hawks Western in a way, right? Guy comes into town, pulled into a thing, helps a helps a dude out, rides out on the sunset. Like I mean, it's it it is a western at its core. So, well, I just feel like Carpenter was like, "That's what the audience wants," but we're not going to do that because I'm John Carpenter and I do whatever I want. Yeah, and hey, by the way, and you want to see Russell in a cutoff shirt and a fucking Uzi? Russell Crow, yes, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Has Russell Crowe ever used an Uzi? Did I say Russell Crowe? No, I did. Okay. You said it with such distinction, I thought you were fucking with me. Has Russell Crowe ever used an Uzi? I'll think about it while Kron moves on. That's the name of our new podcast. All right. After the shootout, a full-on martial arts showdown occurs. 
uh, in the middle of all this fighting, three of the Cheng Sings make eye contact. They kind of start doing this like hand motion at each other. After they get done with that, a giant ball of green flame explodes. Three storms show up, which freaks everybody out. Fucking Raiden? Yeah, these guys are the inspiration for Raiden in Mortal Kombat. Dun 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 dun. Mortal Kombat! Finish him. Who is your guys' go to Mortal Kombat character? Sub Zero. Just a good one. Liu Kang. I say Raiden. I used Raiden a lot. I really didn't use Raiden that much. Raiden was fucking cool, dude. He was cool, but... I mean, I was dog shit at the game, but... Yeah. Sub-Zero was my dude. I don't... I didn't have one or two. I think... I don't know if it was two or three winners, Smoke and Cyrus there. That's like two, I think. Okay. Then that was the one that we would play, because I had a friend who had that. There's also like Jax and... Jack said the metal arms, right? Mm, yep. And he was partners with what's her name? Sonia Blade. Yeah. All right, Wayne yells, get the hell out of here, Jack. Jack starts driving his truck forward. Three storms move out of the way, but there's another guy behind them. Jack just runs this dude right over. Gets out of the truck to check what happened. Uh, but this guy has popped up and just starts shooting a bunch of light out of his face. What? Jack basically is blinded. Wang kind of runs over, gets him, and splashes some water into his face. And he's like, that guy is called a low pan. Like, we got to get the hell out of here, dude. Guys get over to the restaurant. Jack is on the phone with his insurance. <laughs> uh, the restaurant uh, guy is talking to Jack. And he says, China is here, Mr. Burton. China is here? What the hell does that mean? I don't even know what that means. All I know is this low pan character came out of thin air in a goddamn alley with his while his buddies are flying around on wires, cutting everybody to shreds. He just stands there waiting for me to drive my truck straight through him with light coming out of his mouth. It's fucking great. He's a great complainer in this movie. Virtuosity. Ah, oh, fuck. That's definitely a FD or a FDR. No, it's, it's it's a five. It's trash. Virtualosity. It's hard to get through. That was Franklin Delano Roosevelt's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. He stood up and applauded it. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Can we take that joke out? <laughs> That's a good joke. The guy who owns this place is pretty worried about hearing the name Lopan. <laughs> I thought you were talking about this second. Wayne's buddy, Eddie. Also all right, guys, up. you've been making fucking fart yeah. shit and cum jokes all week, but mm -hmm. the FDR one, get the fuck out. I will not tolerate jokes about the man who <laughs> proposed the New Deal. <laughs> I'd vote for him again if I could. Please review me. Five stars. Eddie mentions that Jack's truck got stolen by the Lords of Death. Gracie Law shows up at this point. She says the woman, oh, hey. the woman that got kidnapped at the airport was most likely taken to the White Tiger for a quick sale. Uh, White Tiger's kind of a... Cocaine. Whorehouse. Yeah. Oh. 
Gracie talks about uh, oh Gracie kind of wants to go in she thinks if they don't know who this is yet we can probably just buy her back really quickly like not get the cops involved we can just go in close the deal get her out of there uh, Eddie says she's got green eyes and it's not going to be cheap cut over to the team outside the white tiger Jack heads in he's dressed up like some nerd ass loser he introduces himself. Henry Swanson's my ga- my name, and excitement's my game. Did you guys ever watch Senior Trip, National Lampoon's Senior Trip? No. So in that film, uh, there's a guy that is looking for an Asian with like blonde hair and like green eyes. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about five star bangers on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And I always wondered if maybe that was a reference to Big Trouble in Little China, like whenever they were filming that movie. It's not a very popular movie. I think I have seen it. It's got the dude that plays um, the Lawnmower Man in the sequel, right? (laughs) The Lawnmower Man's Jeff Fahey. What the fuck are you talking about? But what's the character he plays? Job? Job. Job. I think the guy that plays Job in the Lawnmower Man sequel, that actor- Because this was kind of, yeah, they were kind of trying played, to- He uh, played Max Headroom? Well, they were trying to fire back up National Lampoon's, like, I after think Animal I have House seen. shit. But, like, in the 90s. Yeah, with fucking uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, but I always wondered if maybe that was a reference to- uh, That's a good pull. Matt Frewer, I think. He plays, like, the principal or chaperone yeah. on the trip. Yep. They go to DC, I think. Yeah, he was Max Headroom. Fuck yeah, dude. But uh, it's not a bad movie, honestly. It's a pretty funny movie. Yeah. Add it to the National Lampoon's category. No, nah, we never do that. It's a comedy. It doesn't work. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard best. to plus up comedies. We could try it. And Pran, I'd probably give it five stars. <laughs> Shit. All right. Jackson here. He's at the white. Just like FDR did for virtuosity. Mm-hmm. Jack's at the White Tiger. He says he's interested in a girl with green eyes, and price is no problem. Uh, we see the madam go back to a secret room. They have Mao Yin tied up. Suddenly, the entire building starts shaking. The three storms tear a hole in the roof. Oh, shit. Back at Gracie Law's... Uh, out over at her car, Wang, Gracie, and Margot fill each other in on the details. If the three storms were there, it could only mean one thing. They've taken Miao Yin to the Wing Kong Exchange, Lopan's secret hideout. How do they know that? Because it's... They know Lopan. They know that's his territory. And if it's a girl with green eyes, that's what Lopan wants and he's going to get it. So if you're at a whorehouse and the fucking roofs and shit start opening up, mm-hmm. is that a sign that you're not going back to the whorehouses? I don't know, dude. It'd probably be like the only way you could get off after that. Because <laughs> it's like the fear and the adrenaline. They just become part of it. We can't have sex right now, Daryl. It's a tornado. <laughs> oh, please. I've never felt so attracted <laughs> to you in my life. We just need five minutes. <laughs> 
Oh, it was just a warning. Shit. Imagine. Imagine for the next twister. You're not horny during winter at all. Cut over to Wing and Jack. They make it to the Wing Kong Exchange. Uh, they walk in with a telephone. That's their only prop that they've brought with them. <laughs> fucking works. It's fucking a fucking rotary phone. <laughs> Jack just barges in. He's like, I hate working these nights. All right, boys, where's the main panel? Probably through here, huh? You just kind of keep moving. Uh, Jack and Wang continue into the building. They eventually find some uh, drag marks on the floor. So, like two big guys dragging a third. And that leads over to a hidden elevator. They get on. They see numbers. Those numbers only go down. Most of this is intercut with a scene of Gracie Law talking to Egg Shin. Uh, Lopan is a ghost. He's a being that pretends to be a human. Cut back over. Suddenly the elevators stop. whole elevator just starts filling up with water. Oh, shit. It's the worst. It would kind of be the worst. Uh, usually someone's pissed themselves. I In our case. Just did. <laughs> it was bad. You don't pee yourself for this podcast? No. I usually have, I just pee in the, the empties. Gatorade bottles. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. It's a episode one joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like episode negative Reference, three, I yeah. guess. These guys are able to open the doors and swim out, but when you know it, it's this giant pool that's filled with fucking skeletons. <sighs> you guys like that shit? That's your thing. I feel bad mm-hmm. if I like it. It's the only way you can get off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> These guys get captured by the three storms. Uh, one of them hits Jack in the nuts with a magic floating ball. When you guys watch this for this, were you guys like, all right, who's claiming who on the storms? Like, who wants to be rain? Who wants to be? Is it like it's thunder, lightning, rain? Those yeah, are the three. I want to be thunder. Dad! <laughs> yeah. Dan? I'll take rain. Okay. I'll shoot fucking lightning. There we go. Cool. Now we got our group outfit picked out for... Fuck yeah. For the Comic-Con. <laughs> You're sewing those hats. Can you imagine how big that hat would be on for me? <laughs> well, Kron's sewing them, so... I think they're, like, woven. Yeah. Well, you can weave, so... I don't give a shit what it is. Just get it well, done. Whatever verb them. you need, make yeah. me a giant fucking hat. Everybody make your own outfit. No, you're in charge of that. All right, then Dan's in charge of the rest of the outfit. Then I'm going as Jack. No, you got to go as a storm. Is that culturally appropriate? To go as the storms? Yeah. Why well, wanted it to be? <laughs> I'm going as that creature thing. We're honoring it, right? Yeah, and we could just be like, oh, we're the white storm. <laughs> No, we can't. Get out of the way. The white storm is coming. (laughs) Well, that's the last thing we want to do. Why? It's just kind of like we're not trying to be who we are. The silent majority will not be silent anymore. (laughs) The white storm's coming through. That'd be the one thing cut from this podcast. Nope. 
and we'll be invited to Fox News. Oh, that's like the one clip they'll take yeah. from our podcast. Yep. Be like, I'm so glad to have Five Day Rentals here on podcast that supports our views. Mm-hmm. Those voting machines were <laughs> faulty. Damn it. It is the media. Get they say another, that every time. Get them in another lawsuit. All right. These guys, they get uh, Jack and Wang. They get tied to these wheelchairs and led into a room. A uh, decrepit old man appears and he's like, it's me. I'm Lopan. Jack's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's so confused this whole time. <laughs> you weren't old and shit when I ran you over earlier. Jack says, where's my truck? Do you think he was nervous that he was going to get sued for fucking running this dude over and putting him in a wheelchair? Hmm. Like He thought of that now, they, but he was okay. on the phone earlier with the insurance, so he probably yeah. wasn't But was aware. he like, fuck, did I do that? He's like, fuck, yeah. I got to call my insurance it. again. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to take my CB radio away. <laughs> hey, Jake. Yeah, you there? State Farm, right? Aaron Rodgers, who the fuck is that? Jack starts asking, hey, where's my truck? Lopan's like, you're not here for a truck. You're here for a girl with green eyes, dipshit. Get back to the plot. Uh, Lopan implies that he's been waiting for this opportunity for 2,000 years. He's going to marry a girl with green eyes so he can finally break his curse. Dude, you've come this fucking far. You don't get married. No man that has been married. They're jealous of you, Lopan. He's just trying to do it to become human he wants again. his flesh back dude <sighs> the new all hell the new flesh oh gosh i think it's a long live the new flesh <laughs> do i look canadian bitch lupan sees a security monitor gracie law and eddie have shown up he says now who's this friends of yours this really pisses me off to no end jack and wayne get led into another room they're still tied to these chairs but Jack's kind of able, able to, like, rock his chair, get to the ground, and get his, you know, he's got, like, a boot knife so he can get that, cut himself free. Is that why he wears those giant boots? There's, like, 80 knives in those boots. Yeah. I think it's the same knife. If it's there's if there's one thing about his look I don't dig, it's those boots. Did you guys, whenever he, you seen that knife? Or you're like, wonder how much he paid to get it? Uh, I did wonder what the durability of it was. <laughs> I thought about that when I watched it too. How many yeah. times he has to go to the merchant during mm-hmm. this to get yeah. it repaired? Like, will this will this handle two chainsaw counters? Uh, let's see, Gracie, Margo, and Eddie—they're over at another elevator. Um, this guy's kind of like, "Hey, I'll show you around the Wing Kong Exchange. We do tours at this bad guy hideout. So just come with me." Doesn't look very fun. Uh, they're in the elevator. Suddenly, a what bunch of gas starts tour is pouring fun. in. I don't give a shit. What tour is fun? The Buds tour? Well, (laughs) I'm saying like a tour of a, like I have zero interest in going to a brewery tour. My wife always wants to go, do you want to go on this bourbon tour? No, I don't care. I just want to sit in the room. They mash it, it. they put it in a barrel, it comes out over there. Cool. I think the worst brewery tour I went on was Boulevard in Kansas City. You guys aren't doing very well. They literally walked you in the room and made you watch a video. I was like, the fuck? Hi, I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the magic of the brewing process. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's move to the next room. <laughs> here at Boulevard, 
We're about combining flavor with efficiency. All you need to do is wake up. Wake up. Wake up. (laughs) This isn't real. Wake up. What's more efficient than shooting the tour and just having you watch a documentary about it in one room? Now, here, pay $38 for this t-shirt. Screen starts to static and shit. Wake up. Oh, hell, the new flesh. The white storm is coming. <laughs> the white storm is coming. Uh, Eddie, Gracie, and Margo, they all get knocked out. That'll be our elevator. first Dominion lies. Dominion lies. <laughs> Who's it from? Boulevard? <laughs> it said they're about diversity. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Lindell here. Just pops out from one of the tanks and shit. <laughs> Big guy brings Eddie in. Uh, Jack and Wang, they jump him. Jack's on this guy's back. He starts puffing himself up. Jack gets thrown backwards into a, into his wheelchair. Goes flying down this huge ramp. Jack almost spills into a well, but he's kind of able to just like muscle his way out of that wheelchair. Talk about muscles, man. Mm-hmm. Looks great. He's pretty fit. He did some. Definitely hit the upper body. Fun scene. Yeah. He knew Carp wasn't filming below. Well, and it's... He's got those big boots, man. It's a scene that's got some cool tension that in all practicality probably wasn't that difficult to film. Like, you yeah. just lock a chair into that angle. Mm-hmm. You're kind of there for, like, most of the shots. Cool. We all agree. Good. We'll move on. Smart filmmaking, John. <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, We get a funny scene here where Eddie, Jack, and Wang, uh, each one of them has a revolver, a TMP, and a shotgun. They trade them back and forth. Lopan transfers into his young body again. He goes over to visit Miao Yin. Uh, He can't physically touch her, but he promises soon enough I'll be flesh again. Just go gay, Lo. I don't think he can touch anybody. Yeah. What? Just kill yourself, Lo. I don't think he can. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think he has to be. This is the curse, buddy. Flesh again before he can act in any way. This is the dumbest version of think, Hellraiser I've ever seen. Think about how miserable you are trying to understand it. Now imagine how miserable he is having to live it. <sighs> okay. Cron, continue, please. We get a brief fight where some goons jump our guys. Jack ends up shooting one of these guys um, after he remembers to take the gun out of safety. <laughs> Eddie kind of looks over and he's like, is this the first time you ever plug somebody? Jack's like, no. no. Of course not. What do you keep looking at? Nothing. Reactions. You keep looking at my feet. No, I'm looking at your bulge. No, don't do that. Hey. <laughs> hey. You got got your toes out? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) He's seen them. That's why I wore shoes. How'd you get here? It's the Bud store. (laughs) We didn't put the address out. So we're Buds. (laughs) Uh, We kind of just say that. I stowed away in Bones' suitcase. God damn it. Folded myself up in there. Seemed heavier. That's why you were talking about missing all your socks. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I ate them. <laughs> they sustained you for the trip? I ate them in the suitcase. It was a two and a half hour drive, dude. Mm-hmm. No, it's <laughs> so much time to <laughs> eat a sock. Where'd you go to the bathroom, man? In the suitcase. I famously wear in Gigi toe socks. Mm-hmm. Custom toe Is socks. It better or worse than a than a standard? For to eat it? Yeah. You can eat one at a time. It makes it better. Mm-hmm. You don't have to bite through the whole You just suck on those toes. You don't have to bite like through a real the whole foot toe yeah. strip at once. Okay. Well, that's weird, Nate. What's weird? That you You're the one fucking staring at feet, dude. I said it was staring at his bulge, not his foot. That's I think feet's worse than bulge. Bulge is better. Staring at feet gets you a bulge? Mm-hmm. All right. One thing leads to another. Did you see any gnarly feet in uh, Big Trouble in Little China that you would like to mention? Mm-hmm. There's the big fat guy whose foot blows up real big. <laughs> and how was that? How was it? Yeah. What's your rating on that one? I blew up real big. So I take it that was a good foot. Mm-hmm. Big Brother Thunder. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point that while you were hired for the show, you were supposed to come on and rate yeah. feet. What'd you think about that floating head that didn't have any feet? It's terrible. Little ghoul. <laughs> Gotta be some gross little ghoul. I thought it was gross, so I can only imagine what what you thought. Yeah, he was nasty. I mean, do you pay attention if there's no feet? Like you're like do you pay attention if there's no feet? Yeah, yeah. I do. No, you That's, don't. This is my job for this podcast. It's fucking forbidden film. But if we if we started to get off on it, would you be upset? Do you feel like we're yeah? It's this your thing, right? Too many cooks. Yeah. Oh, dude, I feet turn me on so much. Yeah. Oh, you're killing Nate. <laughs> the picture of my brother. This and is what we wanted. I love it. I fucking love feet. Picture of my I'll brother fuck and a foot. sister, they're disappearing. <laughs> and the, we figured it I'm out. The foot fucking we, master. Yeah, we figured out how to kill him. You'll never get you'll never get Aww. rid of me. God damn it. He's so cheeky. Some motherfucker. Bye, buddy. Okay. Go back in the closet. Go back to the suitcase. <laughs> okay. Nate, you gotta take an Uber home, dude. No. I'm out of socks, dude. You're gonna go hungry. We'll see. We bought back souvenirs from this place, so we ain't got room for you. Yep. All right, goodbye. Love you. All right, where are we? Uh, Wang and Eddie, they roll into this area. They start causing a distraction. This gives Jack just enough time to uh, free all these women that are being held prisoner, which includes Margot and Gracie. Everyone jumps into a giant pool, and they're able to swim into a storm drain. Cold. Cold water. I didn't mind. Why are you saying that? Well, go back. You'll know why. Jack's visible nipples. Yep. (laughs) Like I said, I didn't mind. This is where they make out first, right? Yeah, Jack Uh, and Gracie, they totally start kissing in the drain tunnel. Please quit pressing your body up against mine. It's hard to concentrate. Gracie's a little, you know, she's taken off guard, but Jack's like, sorry, I'm just thrilled to be alive. (laughs) Gracie goes to swim around Jack. This is where he's like, hey, can you stop rubbing your body up against mine? Because I can't concentrate when you do that. All right. The entire group, they're able to swim through um, to a grate. 
Jack finds a door. He waves everyone forward. Oh, they kind of like bust through there in another area. And a giant alligator comes out and eats all of them. Oh, shit. Damn. Ramon? Yeah. Alligator. Our new episode's out now. Check it out. Jack finds a door. He waves everyone forward. He's like, all right, on three. We're going to just run through. One, two, three. Jack opens the door. Just a whole shitload of goons on the other side. He shuts it real quick. All right, I think we might be trapped. <laughs> they only seen me. Uh, Which is a smart thing. That's a cool move, man, on his that's part. That's yeah, pretty smart. Yeah, Jack is kind of like, they only saw me. Everybody else hide. Uh, everyone does so except for Wang, who stays with Jack to fight. They throw open the door. All these goons come through. Uh, Wang pretty much does all the work here. Jack fumbles through reloading, um, and throws his knife across the room on accident. So, basically useless. Classic bit. Do you ever really throw your knife across the room on accident? Well, he kind of like, he's trying to like get it out of his boot or whatever and just toss it. I mean, I tell my wife it was an accident, but really I was like, I'm going to throw my fucking knife across the room. Just a mistake. Why does our son have an apple on his head? I'm good. Huh? I'm like Colin Farrell in that movie. Bullseye. Daredevil. I set him up for so many Colin Farrell movies, and that's the one he thinks of. Uh, Banshees of Michigan. No, too recent. Give me a 2000... In the 2000s, Colin Farrell movie. SWAT? That's a good one. Uh, but, no. Hold, sorry, Cronwell. I'll give you some time to think. No. It's not over there. Okay, That's not the you keep there looking over there. Be. But you, you're talking about shooting an apple off of your kid's head. No. With a, throwing a knife and hitting the apple. Okay, I said shooting. Uh, I meant just knocking an apple. Stop Googling. And I you can say, see you doing I'm it. Colin Farrell. Why would I not go to that? He plays Bullseye. That's I know. What he's that was the for. joke, though, that to set it up, you were supposed to say, like, oh, dude, phone booth. Yeah, but I know. I know. But that was the joke. But that's being right. I was setting you up. There might be somebody listening that's like, oh, it was fucking Bullseye. It wasn't. Yeah, and then he'd be like, phone booth? No, dude, Bullseye. And he'd be like, this show's awesome. Five star review. Miami Vice. <laughs> that took you way longer than it should have. <laughs> the audience is disappointed. SWAT. Yeah. Dan and I had to fake. I said SWAT. In Bruges. <laughs> there you go. Pride I, and glory. I don't know. Shooting kids and in Bruges. That doesn't mix. <laughs> All right. Here's the score. Uh, Gracie's captured. Wait a minute. Did he play Bullseye before he did in Bruges? Yeah. (laughs) Streak's still good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The entire group, they're able to make it outside, uh, except for Gracie, who gets grabbed by some kind of monster arm that we see. Eggshin's waiting outside in the tour bus. He uh, everybody runs in. He guns it out of there. So here's where we are. Uh, Gracie's captured. Mao Yin is still inside the compound somewhere. 
we see the monster that grabbed Gracie, he drags her into another part of the building and chains her up. Do we need this? What? The, the, mo- the monster. The adventure's not over, Dan. I mean... It keeps going up. The movie could still be fine without this, I think. The one monster, like, breaks the movie for you? It doesn't break the movie for me. You don't know what I'm going to do at the end of this. I know it's not going to be it. I think it enhances the Chinatown mystique. Yeah. What? How? You would think that they would have this sewer down here with all this fucking gross <laughs> hey, ass water. Have you ever been to Chinatown in St. Louis? It's fucking freaky shit. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I always wear my White Storm t shirt and I get a lot of looks. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a bowling ball company. Yeah. Like White Storm. It sounds like somebody who Storm had to. Storm is have, a bowling ball company. They had to rebrand. Within the last few years. It sadly sounds like both a bowling ball company and a banned private Reddit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that didn't go far. <laughs> Now's my time. And they got banned for a technicality, not yeah. because of their <laughs> no content. No moderator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lopan wheels himself in. Wow, another woman with green eyes. What luck. Now, if you can just pick any woman with green eyes, he should have been able to do this years ago, long time ago. But they were locked in their thinking as far as what race they were going to get. Right? They, I don't think they realized, like, oh shit, we could get a white woman with green eyes. You took you that long to be like, let's try an experiment out. No, I don't. I, I don't know. I think, I think they were probably so focused on staying staying with somebody that was probably Chinese. Can can he travel? Lopan? Yeah. Or is he doomed to his hideout? I don't know. That's a good question. Because if that was your case, why wouldn't you just move your fucking hideout to China? Know. Maybe it's a Dracula thing. Yeah, They'd have maybe. to move some of the sewer water with him. This is John Carpenter. John Carpenter doesn't give you a lot. With John Carpenter, it's this is this and this is what you get. Don't throw a fit. I think when okay. you're watching the movie... Then that's what it is. When you're watching the movie, though, he doesn't give you any time to get hung up on asking a ton of questions. Yes. It's enough I exposition agree. to explain fun, mm-hmm. not concise plot explanation. It's just... What's his name? Egg with the bones is pretty much all you're really getting behind the story. Yeah. And he's like, that's my portion for that. If you're not getting out of that, then there's the door. Which I think is necessary because you, otherwise you drag too much information out of Wang. You take Wang out of being like an action hero and he's just dumping explanation to Jack the whole time. So I think at a certain point, having Egg come in helps. Gives you another guy to kind of yeah, fill in. Yeah, and it builds that out background. versus having just one guy. I get it. Yeah. It's a community, dude. Back over at the Blackpool restaurant, Jack is sharpening his knife. Uh, I was going to make a 
white storm joke there. <laughs> no, we don't. I figured we pushed that one far enough. I hope people get the joke at this point. <laughs> they went alt, dude. <laughs> we don't listen to them anymore. Uh, Eggshin comes in. No, you with, guys ain't ever guessing on our shows. <laughs> with some of the Ching sings. Uh, Egg whips out a hand cannon, and he's like, all right, let's fucking do this Fuck shit. Fuck yeah. Gun is like as big as his leg. I mean, it's massive. Back at Lopan's, Gracie finds Mao Yin. Uh, young Lopan appears, and he starts putting a trance on these women. Egg leads the boys over to a secret door, which leads into a sewer system. The guys head down. Back at Lopan's, some muscle guys are putting on a show for these ladies. Dad! <laughs> They're falling deeper under Lopan's spell. Dad! They hold on to some magic swords and float into the air. Lopan has decided he will marry both women. Fuck yeah. Back in the sewers. Now he's fucking Amish. Wait, who married? Mormons? I don't think the Amish are known to be. They're doing weird shit too, dude. Fucking polygamists. Yeah. They can build sheds really fast. That's a good skill. By hand. Mm -hmm. No fucking crane or nothing. No, their help guy that can use electricity just turns it on for them. <laughs> That's how they get around that shit. You know they're allowed to like drink like fucking crazy though? Yeah, so are we. Are yeah, you talking about Rumspringer? Well, not even that, but I've just seen videos where some guys are loading up like a buggy with <laughs> like 30 cases. Oh, I just would have assumed that, that was a Rumspringer thing. Yeah, they're probably but, on their Rumspringer. But Rumspringer is like leaving the... Yeah, but you could still that, stay there while I, you're figuring yeah, it out. Yeah, it's like the transition, no, I think, right? I think they tell, like, you have to leave. Because it's like, you get out on your own. That's the only community you've ever known. So now you have to, like, figure out how to live outside of Amish life. And that's the path you choose every time it you is a, go back. It is a very interesting methodology, the Rumspringa. Like, it, the acceptance of... There's so much other stuff out there. There's not a whole lot of other cultures that would de that do that, right? I mean, it's good in a way, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking getting drunk and having sex with chicks is badass. Could we say that that's what college is, mostly in America? Like, that's an acceptance of send your kid away. Become an alcoholic. He moves yeah. back in the house because he can't fucking control himself. Then you're dealing with that for the rest of his fucking life. And then it's your fault because you were a shitty parent. And then, oh, Dylan overdosed. And now I got to deal with my wife. And then. But the difference with Rumspringer is it's like, what, a few weeks? And it's not like they're. I thought they I, could go as long it, as they like. I think it's until you decide to come back yeah. into oh, okay. Amish society. But it's got to be so much worse because, like, one. They you don't get, talk to him. Well, you get out and it's like, holy shit, like this is TV. And then yeah. someone is like, do you want to try heroin? It's like, <laughs> all right, I guess. I mean, what is this? That was fast, dude. Yeah. This is Jurassic Park. This is called meth. I guess the problem is like that they're in the Midwest and heroin is such a problem. So it's not totally a joke to, to think that they would go TV to heroin in the Midwest because it's such a problem. I think there's. And there's so close to epicenters of heroin use 
I that, hope we have a listener. Who's it like should. Ex-Amish and he's yeah. Like, That's exactly the path it, that happened. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I think there's legit a documentary and the cover is like an Amish lady with a bonnet on like blasting an eight ball or something. I, oh, I, I 100% believe it. I just. Isn't like the devil's paradise or some shit? The devil's play. Yeah. yeah something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. College doesn't, it seems like the logical thing, but the fact that we add academic requirement on it, I think where Rumspringa is just like, go figure it out. If you come back, you come back. I think in America, though, it's like, that's college, but you got to figure out how much fun you're going to have and still go to class. Uh, yeah, like you have like to, a, like actual adult a challenge, kind of. You have to learn to be a functioning alcoholic yeah. at college. <laughs> That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, but I want to go get stoned and fucking play beer pong over here. Nah, dude, you got trigonometry at fucking 10 a.m. Yeah. Can you still cite your sources? And that's why and, it should be free. And do that? Yes. Yes. The Amish are the reason that college isn't free in this country. Wow. I think, I think we came to that conclusion. Yeah. I don't know, man. Sure. Building a barn is probably a lot more practical skill than... Well, nowadays, yes. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking marketing 202. Yeah. You want a tech job here? No, dude. We got AI, our AI to do that shit. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Back in the sewers, a giant bug attacks these guys. Egg throws some exploding marbles at it. Cut back over to Lopans. We get a brief scene where it seems like Mao Yin is actually tranced out, but Gracie is still under her own control. Like, we kind of see her snap out of it. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get Mao Yin's attention. As every woman should be, Karan. Under their own control. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm just running through the plot of this movie. Okay. It's not okay. a statement. And we're yeah, just you're not endorsing you. it. I mean, you're certainly not endorsing the fact that he put uh, a woman under control. And we're just telling you that every woman should be yeah, under their own that's, control. Nobody is reading that as that. Or taking it, Correct. or hearing you saying it's a good thing that he puts this woman under a spell. All right, one of the storms comes in and shoots some lightning. Uh, Put your pocket watch away. What? <laughs> I don't get that joke. <laughs> I don't either. In my head, I was telling you that you put women under control. Oh, like I've hypnotized. Oh, yeah. Them? Okay. Yeah. That's like the second time you guys had. I just thought he was like a. a joke he was like a cool zoom suitor, and he was spinning <laughs> a fucking pocket watch. He came in here with a fucking zoot suit. <laughs> Got a big old feather in my hat. Mm-hmm. Say, Mac, you're talking about big trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm in big trouble. See. <laughs> anyway, here's my favorite band, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. <laughs> oh hell yeah! We were also featured last night in our mm-hmm. shenanigans. It was a wrestling heavy night last night. <laughs> wrestling heavy weekend. Yes. We watched uh, Suburban Commando <laughs> followed by 1999 WrestleMania. It was And it was a blast. It was a blast. I was drunk. It was fun. Yeah. The Undertaker versus was Big it? Boss Man. Big Boss Man. The audience was just audibly booing the entire time. Yeah, because it was two it, old it dudes. Was, yeah, it was boring. Yeah. He was old in 99, The Undertaker. Nobody even climbed fucking the fucking crazy. cage. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do anything with it. Nobody even... I think The Undertaker got on the top rope, but that was about it. Was was the crazy Hell in the Cell the year before? 
Undertaker Mankind. Mankind. I like one or two. Before. That's the one we got to look up tonight. Okay. Watch. We should watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll be back, fuck folks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think... What's Let's the... pause right here and watch it right now. Yeah. <laughs> guys have finally made it into the wing kong exchange again some sort of fish storage room is where they find themselves egg explains that low pans uh the low pan legend states that he needs to take a wife and kill her to appease the god of the east the guys are kind of worried about egg uh the guys are kind of worried but egg points out that he's got a magic elixir that's going to give everyone uh get them all into the right headspace Lopan's wedding ceremony is in full swing. Everyone's gathered into this giant neon cathedral. They do have a cool skull that's just blasted in neon. Yeah. Looks sweet. Cronhauer, during our uh, legal thriller, did this title ever come to your mind? This movie? Yeah, Big Trouble in China. For Best Skull? Yeah. No, dude. Really? I think as... The pod skeleton expert probably shouldn't come to me and be like, did you consider this? Did you consider that? I'm just saying it was because always what I considered home alone. One. I understand that. I'm not debating that. I'm just saying. Did you consider it? No, I did The Goonies. All right. Which I think is a well-rounded skeleton movie all the way around, not just one scene for four seconds. When we finally start season two, can we... Drop this? Can we drop everything? <laughs> Is there is there a way to like just totally start fresh with new bits you and wanna, challenge like, ourselves? And in black us like, yeah. Lopan has this little floating head guy uh, that Egg tries to shoot. He says that everything it sees, Lopan sees. Uh, Lopan communicates that he's decided to marry both women. He'll kill Gracie and live out his pleasures with Mao Yin. Mm. Guys find some paper doors. Wang says, these are hollow. Jack says, hollow? Fuck it. <laughs> Jack cuts right through. Yeah. It's awesome. Egg says, all right, it's time for the medicine. These guys line up and drink down this elixir. Uh, Egg says, you'll see things no one else can see, do things no one else can do. You told us that the exact same verse last night whenever you poured us a shot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wang says, here's to the I army. didn't feel my... <laughs> thing at all i'll say that i did wake up a few times i was like where the fuck am i (laughs) go back to sleep sleep. (laughs) shut up baby don't even think about that dream of kim cattrall scatting (laughs) i was thinking about the the funny duet of thunder doing his like uh demonstration and her scatting along with it but i can't do it simultaneously like like thunder's voice well, like Thunder's going like, Dot! oh, Dot! and she's going <laughs> like in between it. I thought you meant like hyperspeed engaged. Oh, that Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, was she on Thunder in Paradise? And didn't There'd be about combatants that? approaching. God. Like, How the fuck did we miss out on that? Sorry, people. I'll, I'm putting... There will be something in the front of this that says apology for uh We can just not air it. Just compress it, dude. Just do your compression. 
Wing says, here's to the Army and Navy and the battles they have won. Here's to America's colors, the colors that never run. Jack says, may the wings of liberty never lose a feather. (laughs) (laughs) The guys drink up. If you haven't figured out that this is a comedy by the fuck it in this sequence, like it's way too late, but... This is the funnier portion of the movie for sure. Yeah, this scene when I was watching this high, like this whole segment would just be like I have to pause it because I'm laughing yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Over on the elevator, everyone's smiling. They're feeling good. Jack says, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm not scared at all. I feel kind of invincible. Wing says, me too. I got a very positive attitude about this. I need this whenever we fucking podcast. Something I'm freaking out about. Dumb bits. All the guys arrive over at the wedding ceremony. Jack wants to go in shooting, but Egg says, not now. Wait until the ceremony's completed and Lopan will be flesh and blood. It's uh, a good plan. Good one. Lopan marries Meow Yin. He starts... Uh, Lopan like checks his arm. He starts bleeding. He's like, "It's working. The ceremony's working. Finally, fight I can it. become a woman now." <laughs> the fight is on. Jack dramatically shoots his TMP into the ceiling, and some and some blocks start raining down on yeah. him. Yeah, you'll not be a woman on my watch. <laughs> I'm resident magic expert J.K. Rowling. Hello, ma'am. And you'll stay a man. Are you somebody of importance? Yeah. So those are clearly your thoughts on this lady on like transgender politics. But oh, the Harry Potter lady. Yeah. Do you have anything uh, you'd like us to know about Israel? (laughs) What's your thoughts on slavery, ma'am? I got her out of here real quick. Thanks for stopping by, Jake. (laughs) What a bitch. I put on a magic oh, shit, cloak. Okay. Did you drink a magic elixir before you came here? Mm-hmm. Your buggy lost. juice. Did you steal? It's made from <laughs> big, say, what is it? bigly weed. <laughs> Did you directly lift from big trouble? Mashed and brewed. Um... Is this how you talk every day? I don't know enough Harry Potter jargon. You wrote it. For this. Who's your favorite character outside of the the big ones? Hagrid. I'd say he's kind of a big one. Give me like a B tier. You mean like literally big? Yeah, he's literally big. Yeah. Um. Dan, are you going through those? Fuck, Mary, kill your uh, your Harry Potter. Serious, serious black. Okay. Yeah. Gary, old man. That's right. He went his whole life staying a man. He made it to being an old man. He was born a man and he stayed a man. You, you think early on he was Gary Youngman? <laughs> he certainly wasn't Gary Young Lady. That's true. Dan, are you going through those? Have you watched all those with your kids yet? Are you going Harry through Potter's. transition? Oh, no, it's black magic. We don't watch that in our fucking household. That's good. Not indoctrinating my children this early on in life. And drag queens, don't get me started. Sounds like you do agree on a lot. You better not let them read 
books to them. Wait, the Harry Potter books? No. So black magic by is them, ma'am. Black magic is all right, but being trans isn't. Mm. Well, one one made you mind. I'm cautious of actually saying that and it being taken out of context. <laughs> isn't it? Are you calling the cops? Well, thanks for stopping by, JK. <laughs> JK, putting can, my cloak back on. You can get your white I'm chasing storm. the Quidditch thing out of here. You can get your white storm T-shirt What's on the way out. It's like a game that they play in the movies and books and shit. Oh, fly around on broomsticks. They got to catch a little beetle that's floating around in the air. Oh, sounds kind of cool. So they're witches. It's such a bummer because a lot of the stuff she came up with is kind of cool, but. We should have done it for incredibly, incredibly sports or whatever that category was called. <laughs> Extremely extreme sports. Yeah. Can you name two of my categories? Yeah. Do it. Don't say extremely extreme sports. Everyone fights it up except Jack, who's trying to <laughs> regain his composure. That's my next category. Everyone fights it up. How did you know that? Uh, there's a lot going on here. Jack gets trapped under a guy. Wang is fighting the storms. Egg and Lopan start going the at it. storm? <laughs> Shit. God damn it. They're everywhere. Egg and Lopan start some kind of spiritual rock'em sock'em robots thing. <laughs> Eventually the storms are defeated, but Lopan has escaped with Mao Yin. Gracie and Jack are reunited. She tells Jack, I hope you got a gun. Jack's like, nope, just a knife. Uh, these two make out a little bit on an elevator, which is finally going up for once. Whoa, so am I. Jack finds Lopan and Mao Yin. Those green eyes work, dude. She fucking should have kept those contacts. The ceremony has fully worked at this point. Lopan. <laughs> she had green eyes. No. No. Lopan is flesh. <laughs> but they must kill Mao Yin to appease the god of the east. You know what Jack Burton says at a time like this? What? He says, what the hell? What the hell? Wang runs in. He starts fighting off the guy that puffs himself up. Thunder. Mm-hmm. It's, one- it's one-on-one, Jack and Low Pan. Jack throws his knife right at Low Pan. He just kind of lazily dodges out of the way. Low Pan picks up the knife. He says, goodbye, Mr. Burton. He throws the knife back, but Jack was playing stupid. He catches the knife midair, throws it right into Lopan's head. You think he was playing dumb? I think when he (laughs) originally threw the knife at him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, that didn't work. God damn it, dude. (laughs) Dude, apparently you did not watch this. I have seen it, but I just thought it was a... (laughs) What did you you think? I just thought he was like, fuck, I I didn't... I didn't think he was like Swansoning it up. I guess you know didn't get the bottle thing. This is kind of a repeat yeah. of the bottle. Okay, so we are just I just thought it was a too. genuine. He's, no, th- he's better at catching it and throwing it than he is just. I think he lazily throws the first one. Low pans. That's like is kind of like that's all this guy has in him. Picks it up, throws it back, but Jack <sighs> just catches it. I- Okay, I think that's the difference in me watching this five times and Kron watching it 50 times. And Dan just being a better movie viewer. That is true. 
I'm the best movie viewer mm-hmm. and reviewer on the show. You don't write any reviews. I review log. movies every week on this show. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's the worst part of the show. You guys force me to do Because we're it. exhausted. I say every movie is five stars, and you're like, no, you got to stick to the formula, dude. Yeah. 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 And you're going to be the guy that like rates them lower, and we're going to be like, huh, you've stick, never given out a four star. Stick to the formula. <laughs> yeah. Jack again says, it's all in the reflexes. Lopan's temple starts to crumble, uh, but Wang is still fighting thunder. This guy looks over. He sees the Lopan. Rockets engage. (laughs) Uh, He starts breathing in. He's blowing himself up to giant proportions now. He's got steam and shit coming out of his face. The roof collapses. I was going to... I guess alligator was out after. Okay. People are going to get real confused when we're talking about thunder. (laughs) Everyone's in escape mode, uh, but lightning is able to come down. They all are able, uh, everyone in the group, they're able to climb up through a hole to escape. Egg is a floor even higher. Uh, He shoots down like a cross bolt pulley gun. So cool. And everyone get up there. It wasn't easy. Yep. <laughs> everyone is all together again. They're making a run for it. They all make it to Jack's truck. They jump in and drive away. Why does Wang need that though? Because we just saw him jump forty feet in the air. I think he could have just yeah. jumped it, but everybody else is okay. You know, they need it. Uh, back at the Blackpool, everyone's celebrating. Gracie says to Jack, why not get a bigger truck with a little apartment on the back of it? Jack's like, let me think about it. He starts to leave and Margot looks over and she's like, aren't you even going to kiss her goodbye? Jack looks over. Nope. Fucking ice cold, dudes. He's a traveling man, dude. You can't keep him down. i be tied up. He's got a fucking load to carry, dude. Sooner, what's he say? Sooner or later, I rub wear everybody. on everybody. Yeah, or, like rub everybody yeah. the wrong way or something. Jack starts to leave, but Wang stops him. He's paying Jack triple what he promised. He earned it. Says goodbye to Jack. Jack kind of looks over and he says, we really shook the pillars of heaven, didn't we, Wang? <laughs> Jack gets in his truck, starts it up, drives away, gets on the CB and starts monologuing again. As he does, the camera pans down and we see that crazy creature from earlier. It's on the back of the truck. Credits roll. Big Trouble in a Little China, 1986. Directed by John Carpenter. Nice. Question. Yeah. Does this thing kill Jack? And that's why Jack's missing? And that's Hell why the- no. No way. No? I don't think it kills him. Couldn't even kill what's her name. I, I'm just. You get my question though, right? Because the movie opens with, yeah, but potentially something being, the egg being questioned later. Yeah, but Jack. Why just, wouldn't they be able to find a fucking registered big big rig with insurance? Jack's like a drifter, though. I mean, he just kind <laughs> of comes and goes. He's kind of like Rowdy Piper. There's a fucking bill of lading that shows the last (laughs) load that he moved. Yeah. Yeah, but he might own that truck. I mean, yeah, but he still still has. He's got to move the trailer. Yeah. He doesn't have a trailer 
after he drops it at Chinatown. I'm saying his next job, he bro. He never got one. He went to Mississippi, and then he got all of a sudden tripled. it disappears. Okay, next question. Do you think more people listen to Jack's CB rants than this show? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Because okay. at least one person has That's to true. be getting that message. You got it. Dan, hit me with that research. Uh, big trouble. Um, yeah, he, and that's all I got. No. What the fuck? <laughs> this is a real episode, Dan. Yeah, dude. I don't have my cell phone. Maybe. How, how about Where's your cell phone? Let's, use, let's take this time to apologize for anything. Are you Googling? You think I'm going to be apologizing? I, I okay. He's, go, he's going to the bloops I, and goof section of IMDb. <laughs> I apologize if anything that I said came off insensitive in, in the um, in the time of the joke. Um, I hope the J.K. Rowling thing uh, was taken for absurdity because that's what that is. Yeah, it, it's pretty fucking stupid. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Um, but you do stand by a lot of the White Storm stuff you were saying. <laughs> We'll have t-shirts available. No. <laughs> I think the listeners know that this is... They gotta. They gotta. I'm, Adventure I'm just doesn't trying to, get I'm any I'm trying to do as much as I can. How's trouble. that MacBook feel? Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, the Chinese characters in the main uh, title translates to evil spirits make a big scene in little spiritual state. Dan literally skipped the top one because it was too long. <laughs> he went to that one. Kurt Russell suffered a bad case of the flu during uh, some seeds in the brothel, brothel, so the sweat on his body is real. Hey, brothel. Jackie hey, brothel. Jackie Chan was Carpenter's first choice to play Wang Chi. Hey, what, bro. A, what a bummer. Eh. I mean, uh, what's the actor's name that plays Wang? He's fucking great. Uh, Dennis Dunn? Yeah. Um... Uh, a financial yeah. bomb, right? If, yeah. if there are four lines, Dan is skipping. <laughs> Kurt Russell based Jack Burton on John Wayne. And have, have we figured out? from New York, he played, he he uh, based Snake Bliskin on Clint Eastwood. Bliskin. <laughs> I'm Snake Bliskin. 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 According to John Carpenter in the DVD commentary, Carter Wong, who plays Thunder, worked as a martial arts instructor and with the Hong Kong Police Department. Oh, shit. I bet all those cops were just Dot! down the street. Kurt Russell turned Dot! down the lead role. Oh, is that their siren, Dot! dude? Dot! 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 <laughs> Dot! Dot! Didn't he just apologize? Dot! <laughs> Kurt Russell turned down the lead role. Dot! <laughs> 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 Kurt Russell turned down the lead role in Highlander in 1986 to appear in this film. Bullshit. Yes, we covered that on the Highlander episode. Best decision Did we? Ever made. Yes. Sorry. I think this movie doesn't work without Kurt Russell. No, 100%. So 100%. I think it works so much better. And Highlander would be. It wouldn't have the Greater. weirdness required. No. No, we don't need to see Goops. <laughs> yeah, go to Goops, dude. Released July 2nd, 1986. A budget of $25 million estimated. 
and a gross of 11 million worldwide. So it was a stinker. What a bummer. What a total bummer, dude. Yeah. I wish we would have gotten like three of these. I wish this would have been Indiana Jones and we had gotten the further adventures of Jack Burton. Just to see him go into like different cultures. Yeah. Like, like oh, that would be other, fucking cool. Yeah. Whole other thing after this. Yeah. You know? Oh, dude, just, you could do all black magic, dude. Like Satanists and shit. What if he, he could go, he could go to New Orleans mm-hmm. and he could do oh. voodoo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, you don't want none of that voodoo. You don't think Jack Burton could, could handle it down there? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Maybe he's moving a load of shrimp. Like Gump? Or some crawdad. Oh. Hey, is Gump a real guy down there? D- delivering a boatload of shrimp to the bubble Gump? <laughs> oh, my word. He's flustered. They go through a semi full of shrimp a day. Oh, shit. Is it really that good? At the bubble Gump? Yeah. Oh, you gotta eat the bubble Gump, dude. Never had it. Oh. When our tour oh. rolls through, uh, the fine state of Louisiana down there. Uh, our, our look, he won't be there. No, he said he's going to show us around. But he's up here so often. You got you to gotta come to the swamp if you want to see me. Mm-hmm. He's a truck driver as well. I do not That's leave the swamp. Up here. Cajun Crunt, what other cultures, without being offensive, do you think it would have been cool to see uh, Jack interact with? Oh, Creole. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just still Louisiana. It's a little little close. The Mayans. Oh, that's, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he has a passport, though. Um, Like Inuit? Would you like to see like a cold weather? Okay. Jack Burton up on some snow, snow okay, machines? Okay, I guess. <laughs> well, I already seen him in... He's a, he's a little bit touching on the thing. The thing. <laughs> yeah. Good point. I'm just trying to think if he's going Creole and it's going to be hot and muggy. I mean... Don't you want to see you, you want to see Bond go to the Caribbean, but you also love to see him in the Alps, you know? Maybe Carpenter already did it, the thing, and escaped from New York. Okay. Native American, you know, Western Native American seems too obvious, right? It's too Western. Does he go international? Does he go to India? I'm just going to let myself out. Okay, sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I forgot about gone. the bit. Yeah, was, it's doing it. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, Bye, yeah, etouffee. Etouffee, buddy. Etouffee. Sorry, sir. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Are we ready for... I think so. Rate my box. All right, it's time to play uh, the Wing Kong Express favorite game, Rate My Letterbox. What do we think the uh, Letterboxd average rating is? I can look that up. 4.4. It's 3.7 is the average rating on Letterboxd as wow. of the time of this record. Ooh. All right. I will go first. Kron, 4.5. Dan, 3.5. Kron Howard, I'm giving you a 4.5. Bones, I'm giving you a 4.5. Bones, 4.5. Dan, 
Fellas, I'm a four on this. I think this is a really fun, great movie. I would say it's difficult to think of anything bad with it. There's just something about it that has never truly connected. Uh, the the reflex thing in the beginning is totally new to me. That's something I never caught on. Um, I'm not embarrassed to admit it because uh, it takes a big man to admit his faults. Let me determine that in the episode. <laughs> what? I can hear you. I'm wearing the headphones. We're in the same room. I don't have the Zoom to guard me. I can get hit tonight. John Carpenter is a fucking fantastic filmmaker. Uh, this this is a, a super strong four. It's just not one of my tops for him. I think four is fair for this thing. If you haven't seen it, I do believe it's required viewing. This is the type of movie that I think anybody would point to and say, please make more movies like that. 4.0. Gentlemen, I uh, have had a long history with Big Trouble in Little China. I kind of compare this to maybe Bones' relationship with Brian De Palma movies. I mean, there's cool shit there. And I'm not... This is not Carpenter in general. Um, But it's always been a movie that everybody's loved. Everybody gives it five stars, blah, 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 blah. But uh, it's just one that doesn't connect with me for some reason. It just doesn't grasp. Um, I was excited to do it so I can sit down and focus on it. And uh, I mean, I own it. But it's, I know that Kurt Russell is great as this boob, he's a fucking idiot. We know that I know Wang is the fucking hero of this movie. Like, if you don't know that, you're missing a lot of shit in there. Uh, it's, it looks great. It's cool, but uh, it just doesn't connect with me. And that doesn't go against the rating. It's a good movie. I don't mind watching it. It's it's not the. I'm not going to be pissed off. So I'm going three point five. All right, guys. Big trouble. In Little China. Uh, This is one of the best John Carpenter movies ever made. It's one of the best movies ever made. Uh, It's a ton of fun. Like, I I don't know how you can watch this and not have an enjoyable experience. Just because it's lighthearted. The thing books, like, like we were saying, you don't have enough time to worry about the plot holes. Because if you start to do that you're going to miss like the next three things that have happened in the movie. Um, I watched this movie a ton. This might be one of the movies I have seen the most in my life. Uh, It's great. I do think the huge budget that they added, like you do see the effects of that on screen. Like this looks way different than they live or Prince of darkness. Like it is up a notch from, you know, Carpenter working at an independent budget. Um, I don't know. I love the movie. It's a five-star movie. How can you not give it five stars? <laughs> if I don't give it to this, then what am I going to give it to? I I thought he'd give it a 4.5, and 
he'd smile and when we, he watched it, it again, he'd rate it a five on his letterbox. It happened, Dan. I gave it a five on a letterbox when I logged it. Which goes back to it should have been a five star banger. We can keep it off the list if you want. I didn't say nah, that. Put My it, whole thing was just let's list. cover it on the pod. The What's people the voted. The score is the average from the three of us would be a 4.17. Uh, based on the average letterbox score, which we use to determine that, this would ultimately end up, I think, at number four on the big list. You knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to end up in top I ten. Didn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. But you by looked any at me like you were looking at my bulge earlier, like stunned. I wasn't stunned. Like, I was God not impressed. Damn. I was not impressed at all. God, I was like, that's all this talk, hurtful. and I finally get to see this bulge in real life, and that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a fucking rager. I didn't even sitting bleed across last from night. me. The weird part about it is that it like indents in. <laughs> It's like the... Looks like there's kind of two of them. It's, it's like, a, a black hole fucking absorbs the matter around it, dude. It's, it's like the absence of a bulge almost. Fuck off. It's just sucking in. What other things do I have on here? How's your bulge in any, dude? I got a horn jazz. <laughs> horn jazz. <laughs> oh, there's applause, too. You guys aren't hearing this. Uh, yeah. Thank God nobody fucking hit that button after J.K. Rowling was here. <laughs> Nobody will make it this far into okay. the episode anyway. Rate my letterbox. <laughs> uh, you both got a 1.0. I got a 1.5. Wow. I'm we pretty will... sure Bones is in the lead. Yep. I'm behind and Dana's third. Okay. As usual. All right, dudes. People voted. They tried to heal. We got to move on. Big Trouble is it's finally done. over. It's on the big list. It's going to be in the top five, probably number four. Okay. Oh, I can't wait for that fucking I'm happy. rewind. I'm happy, but I'm sad because this is going to bump Raising Kane out of the top 10. It is what it is. I have willed myself into the top 10 okay. movies. Yeah, he needs to get, he needs some films to get the fuck out of their bones. Let's, let's just take a quick minute to thank anybody that did vote. We appreciate that. Thank you guys. Um, this was fun. I love seeing my dudes in person. Sorry for any audio quality, whatever. What are you checking your watches for? I got a text message. I start watching. I was checking the time. Why don't you take it? You know what? This is your... I'm fine. I did it because Dan I'm did muting. it, and I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Go ahead. I got a text. I See? Myself. Why? Because. Well, now no one's going to hear that exchange. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you voted just to vote, piss off and die. <laughs> we wish that you were a better person, but you're not. So eat shit. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We'll, we'll see you next week with uh, The Hidden. Until then, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Well, I'll turn my mic back on for that crash and burn. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Oh, my ass cheeks hurt. Thank you.